You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. I am Craig Hoffman. That is Logan Paulson. All right. uh, Defensively in this game. It starts with the pick six with Kendall. It just continues to flow from there. Uh, after watching the tape, what what are some of the big picture things or, or maybe individual guys that stick out that that have really upped their games and have led to uh, the dominance beyond the obvious of John Allen and Deron Payne, who seem you know headed uh, both yeah. for the quarterback at all times and for the Pro Bowl? Yeah. Um, so this is a really interesting game to me because I think, you know, we kind of knew like it's, 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 it's been super fun because I've already started my Atlanta prep because it's Thanksgiving week and everyone's, everything's bumped up, right? All our shows are at a schedule and watching Atlanta, like that is a good offensive line and a, and a much better team, even though they don't have the same kind of names associated with them. Houston was not a good, fo- I mean, they're, they're not a good football team. I think their record is indica- indicative of that. Right. And so we expected them to be very productive. I don't think we expected, them to be this productive, but you know, Houston didn't have weapons that were going to hurt you. Um, and then there were also these obvious mismatches. Like you mentioned Allen and Payne, like Allen on Kenyon green, like you knew that the first second you watched the film, that that was going to be a problem for that young man. And to his credit, Kenyon green's gone up against probably four of the five best defensive tackles in the NFL, right? He's gone up against Allen. He's gone up against uh, Lawrence up in uh, New York. He's gone up against, um, you know, Simmons from Tennessee. There was one other guy, but, you know, obviously very kind of roadblocks, you know, chucker block full schedule in terms of guys that are tough to go against. And Allen is in that group. And we knew that was going to be a great matchup. The other, the, the center's not good. He was going to struggle in pass protection. Payne was able to take advantage of the guard. Like we knew that matchup was game wrecking potentially and it delivered, right? The thing, I think the big question was like, can they stop the run? You know, and obviously like that's something this defense does really well. Your guy, John Ridgeway did an excellent job outside that personal foul penalty, which was kind of insane to see that happen in an NFL game. Um, just shows you he's a big, strong dude. Uh, he is. Up, uh, uh, he to, you know, again, football is a game of controlled aggression. We lost <laughs> yes. a little bit of the controlled part of the aggression. <laughs> yes, right. But he uh, that addition has been awesome in terms of stopping the run, and I would expect to see him also play quite a bit against Atlanta. But his ability to control a center with kind of like minimal technique just speaks to like how big and strong he is. And again, he puts Allen, it puts Payne in better spots. They're fresher for the games. It's fantastic. Then you get another thing that I think is really cool to talk about in terms of stopping the run is you get Bobby McCain basically playing the linebacker position in their Cinco package, and he's fitting on fullbacks. He's fitting on offensive linemen. And so that addition, that flexibility for him to play in the box and then kick out and cover a receiver has been pretty cool, especially with Benjamin St. Juice moving to the outside. So those additions are awesome. Obviously, Fuller with the interceptions, great to see. You know, he's playing in like a their kind of zone Y cover three match look with eyes to the quarterback and makes an excellent play on the ball for a pick six. Great job. And then just the down in and down out consistency. Um, you know, I think this Houston team is built in a similar way, like a worse version of Washington. 
Like when they they they, they want currently. they want they want to they need to run the football, and when you can't do that, they're not equipped from a pass protection standpoint to throw the football. So you see the benefit of kind of earning that earning the right to rush the passer by being excellent on first and second down. They did that throughout. Obviously, in the second half, there was a little bit of bleeding. I think a big reason for that is that big chunk play to uh, Brandon Cooks that leads to um, it was like a freaking fifty yard gain or whatever. Yeah, it was, um, uh, forty-one. Yeah, but outside of those ty- of, of a play like that, there was a whole bunch of fourth down conversions kind of late in the game, which led to points for Houston. I think that defensive group just played lights out. You know, Forrest is doing a great job. And the other cool thing, Craig, I know I'm kind of rambling on here, is when you watch the clips, like the first screen of the game, one of the things I look at is how the defense is pursuing to the ball, right? So, you know, Casey Tua runs out there, forces it back. John runs over, makes the tackle with uh, Jamin and Bobby McCain in the pile. And I pause the tape right there. And there are 10 guys standing over the football in white jerseys. 10 guys. And that happened multiple times in the game. So you see a defense that's playing confident, that's playing aggressive. I mean, Benjamin St. Juice on that clip, the backside corner is in the frame. All right, and then so who's the get, slacker? Who's the 11th? Who's um, the guy? <laughs> it was uh, Kendall Fuller, who's actually to the side of the screen. So that was a little bit uh, surprising. But that happened multiple <laughs> times. Multiple Kendall's just times. like, y'all got it. I'm good. Yeah, you got, y'all got all 10 guys over there. But I think that A-plus. speaks to when you bring in some young people, they're hungry, right? Yeah. Forge is hungry. Curl's hungry. St. Juice is hungry. And for them to pursue like that and tackle the way they're tackling is great. And they're going to have a really good test this week in Atlanta. Like Atlanta's not a great football team, but they are physical. They've got backs that break tackles. And so this is going to be like a significant uptick from what they saw this last week. And it's going to be run first, run second, same type of thing. So put your mouthpieces in, boys, because like this is kind of the next iteration of this game. But I do think that that group is playing at a very high level. They deserve a ton of credit. And I think we didn't mention this with the offense, but um, yeah, there was a little bit of slack in the second half. Yeah. And I think being able to put, put together a full game should be the goal for them moving forward because they're capable of holding a team to three points, quite frankly. Yeah. And John Allen talked about that after the game in the locker room um, in, a, in a speech that they put out on on Twitter and you know all their social media. That was really I, I, I loved hearing this from Allen where he's just like, look second half we're better than that we can go out and like we need to play better because if we played like that against philadelphia we don't win on monday night um you know and then we and he had a quote about the offense that was great he's like offense i know y'all are better than that in the red zone um and i'm not calling out anybody i'm calling out everybody and i was like that's leadership right there dude Um, it's it was i gave me like we saw that we watched that yesterday in our show it was part uh of the show and it gave me chills like to have a guy with that kind of awareness not only of himself how to communicate with the guys and then kind of say like let's be real now like we won this game and, and i think you know we talked about it on the on the on the review show or the the post game show like it felt like kind of an easy win or as easy as you're going to find for the yeah. commanders recently but for him to kind of be like hey let's let's enjoy this but man like we want to make the playoffs we've got bigger things we want to be i think that's that's pretty exciting yeah, it's. I think it's why Ron was so freaking happy uh, yesterday. Uh, to the point that Ben Standig asked him in, in his Zoom press conference, he's like, uh, and it was so awkward and so perfectly Ben. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I say that with love. Uh, yeah, ben yeah. will be on on my show. We're recording this on Tuesday. Ben will be on the show uh, with me today, and I will probably bring this up to his face, so I'm not talking mm-hmm. behind his back. Um, but like, he was just like, "So uh, you seem happy. Like, is it is it fair to say <laughs> that you're happy?" And Ron's like. <laughs> 
yeah, this is, I, it feels good to win. And But the, yeah. he expanded it and was like, I love how our leaders have kind of said the same exact things that I've been trying to preach. Mm-hmm. How, yeah, we're not a complete product yet. How we continue to have to grow. And, you know, it, it's also interesting too, Logan. Last night, uh, we we watched the first two episodes of the Cardinals in-season Hard Knocks, oh, mm-hmm. um, which has finally started. And it's interesting because a guy like Buda Baker, uh, for them, is like kind of an emotional leader. And he gets up and, and gives this really fiery speech uh, after one of their losses earlier in the season. And he's like, I'm pissed off. I'm tired of losing. I hate this. Like, I'm just tired. Yeah. And I emotionally get that. And if you're in that moment with him, that probably speaks to you in some way. But the way that John not only was able to speak to emotionally where everybody is, but give some substance. Like, yeah. you know, so much of football and speeches, and it's so funny because I only get this through hard knocks. You lived it for 10 years. Like, there's so much of this, like, we got to go do this. Like, pure raw emotion and yeah. like unless you're in that moment it, it comes through very hollow i would say it's, and uh, i'm sure that as, as an intellectual guy like you are you probably sat in a lot of those locker rooms being like what are man we you're doing? nuts like, <laughs> what do we, i don't need this like what are we we're just yelling um but to to see like terry in the way that he can tap into a moment you know because it's one thing to be like just emotional because it's a game day and, and you're hooting and hollering and yelling and it doesn't mean anything to, to take the the microphone, if you will, uh, as Ron is breaking down and capture a yeah. moment in the way that Terry did last week to see how John is able to capture that moment with true substance and, and have something to say, not just speaking for the sake of speaking like that is a next level of leadership. And I think that it shows a maturity within this football team and, uh, that that goes a long way, especially by the way, when you have a young roster, yeah. like this is a very young team that is also outside of like the occasional John Ridgeway suplex is very, very mature. And yeah. that is pretty remarkable to, uh, to see. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think that that is something that, um, and you know, I don't want to sound like we're saying this is the best team ever, but those are some very encouraging signs, right? Like yeah. you, like we, they're getting good play from you know, like Forrest, like the growth he has shown to be the starting safety and be making plays and doing that stuff is awesome. The growth that Jamin has shown, the growth this team defensively has shown, and you know, even on offense, right? To get Sam Cosby coming back in the lineup with a broken hand and playing well, Trey Turner adding value in the run game, Larson at center, you know, Norwell, these guys that didn't look great at the beginning of the season, kind of fleshing out the roster, Jahan getting back on the field, right? you know, Cole Turner blocking his face off in the run game, a guy that wasn't supposed to be able to do that. Those are encouraging signs. This team still has a long way to go. And I think John's comments kind of alluded to that, but the fact that you have a leadership, leadership structure on the team, that is that, like that, you know, we talked about this when Terry was getting his deal done to have that type of leader in the, on the team is incredibly, incredibly valuable. I almost want to say it's priceless, but someone who's playing well, who sees the game that way, speaks the game that way and can relate to the guys that way is so incredibly valuable. And to have John, who I have heard is a little bit like off-putting at times, but to have that personality there, to have him be one of your paid leaders playing well, it gives credence to everything they say. So obviously there's some holes on this roster, right? Some areas where they could definitely get better, right? You know, we talked about Heineke a lot, but probably quarterback looking ahead to the offseason, all those different things. But these are incredibly encouraging signs for this defense, for this team, that you have guys who are this aware of where the team is at and where they need to go 
if they want to continue to win football games. Now, the rest of the schedule is a grind, so it's not like they're going to be in the playoffs just yeah. yet. But the, but that awareness at least shows that they understand who they are, what they need to do, and how they need to get there. Uh, all right, so actually, I want to flesh that out a little bit more. 